Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Luke Mitchell Show. Welcome back. Episode three. Um, I want to first start by saying, please, for the love of God, like, comment, and subscribe. I want to make more than $50,000 a year one year or in the future. So the only way that's going to ever happen is if I grow a fucking following. So just subscribe to the channel, hit the like button, and for the love of Christ, comment. And the first thing I'm going to ask you to comment on is what song is better? Okay, here we go. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start uh, this one off. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say anything biased. But here we go. Here's the first one. Doctor Fauci, give us vaccines. Help all the people who have been quarantined. We'll wear our masks and we'll have to stay distant. We'll wash our hands and we'll be more resistant. Fauci, yes, promise us please. We'll have a cure that can fight off this disease. Restrictions will lift with some ease. Dr. Fauci, don't forget me. All right, first one. I don't know. Does it sound cool to you? It sounds cool to fucking me. All right, number two. This is for all you real motherfuckers out there. Well, I won't back down. No, I won't back down. You can stand me up at the gates of hell, but I won't back down. From what? No, I stand my ground. Oh, fuck yeah, I get it. Won't be turned around. You don't like this song? Eat my ass. From dragging me down. I'm gonna stand my ground. And I won't back down. I won't back hey, baby. There ain't no easy way out. I will stand my ground. Stand my fucking ground. Woo! I'm gonna let it play all the way through. There's Fuck you. No this is my show. I let the fucking Rugrat go all the way through. I'm gonna let Tom Petty go. Round. God, if you don't like that one, you need to get your fucking head checked. Hold on, let me adjust my mic here. <sighs> Fuck yeah, freedom, baby. Motherfucking freedom. Did we ever see freedom this weekend when we saw a full stadium full of just cheering fans? People wearing masks, people not wearing masks, whatever you wanted to do. Freedom. Huh, weird. Not some fucking insane people trying to control every fucking thing you do. Woo! I came in hot. My nipples are hard. As, as good as that uh, Dr. Fauci uh, 
gimmick was. I think Tom Petty was onto something there, and it and it ain't about backing down. We need to open up. I'm gonna start playing Tom Petty in this fucking off my balcony nonstop. Okay, every fucking day. Woo! Remember when that used? Remember when people used to like the thought of not backing down, and now they all just walk around like uh, a worker ants that just don't know, don't even. They just like worker ants just literally move around and provide for some queen they I've met once. People haven't even met these politicians, and they and they run around for them like a little like little slave girls. I mean, right now, you go on Facebook anywhere, we got we got the jab hucksters out there. These fucking pussies are 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 posting statistical shit as if they work for AstraZeneca. They're posting facts. They they may as well come to my door, knock on my door, and be one of those guys who preaches their fucking religion at my front door. And then if I and then like I give them the light of day, they keep going and going, and they and they want like coffee and tea and biscuits to come in and, and preach their shit. What is happening? Who are these losers? I know some. I know some that spend their day. They're not good. Here's the thing. They're not good at anything at all. So they just spend their time posting articles they find, and they don't even really read it. They just read the headline. They just post it on shit. And um, it's hilarious. I mean, we we have hucksters who don't even work for the companies anymore trying to sling shit. You know what I say? You that you know whose video you would like? Is uh doc, the little Dr. Fauci boy. Not that it like I don't care. Get it whatever. I think people if they want to get it they should. But th- I'm I'm fucking more angry at the hux the hucksters who act like they give a fuck about you. These people they these people couldn't give a fuck if your mom got I don't know. Eaten by a fucking shark in Florida, let alone gotten any sort of any. Do you think these people were out posting shit about the fucking flu jab ever? Do you think people die from the, just the flu? Were they posting blood clot articles on on uh, comparing it to fucking birth control? And who? Oh my god, is birth control mandatory to take? No. So what, what do you, people are so boring. Oh my God. Get good at something. Stop fucking feeding into social media and trying to uh, virtue signal all the fucking time. Get good at something. If you literally got into your dad's business or your mom's business or just never, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like you like have never been creative and there's nothing wrong with not wanting to be creative. But I'm saying, don't waste my fucking time with your bullshit posts. I don't even know if my other uh, my uh, comparisons made sense. Who gives a fuck? I'm spending the time to make something. At least I can. Uh, I have a platform to uh, bitch about stuff. And we played some Tom Petty, baby. But if you're out here slinging Johnson Johnson, you should just you should just fucking go to Vietnam. And lay down on bamboo. And just let it grow through your body. That's what I think. 
Like if you're if you're out here hawking Pfizer and and trying to uh be like one of these people who just like has a jacket full of bullshit uh drugs and I just walk up to you on the side of the street, that's kind of like what I'm doing on Facebook. I'm like opening my feed and I, I just have I happen to stumble across your post. And your jacket's open like this, and you're like, what do you want? The JJ, the AstraZeneca, Pfizer, you got them all. And it's just like, you should go and um, you should go into the Nile River and paint yourself with pig's blood and see what happens. That's what I think. If you're trying to sling this shit, you should get gangbanged by 50 huge guys and girls. I don't care. They're pulling you apart. They're having fun with you. Just stop with the slinging. For the love of God. If people want it, they're going to fucking get it. Enough about that. I also promised I would fucking have someone who's way smarter than me read this Stanford piece about masks. I'm going to... This podcast is going to be very short-lived. I just want to... I actually hadn't read it, so I actually am genuinely interested to see what uh, this heavily cited... Uh, my medical hypothesis had to offer. So I'm going to read some of the Cole's notes here. Okay. Efficacy of face masks. So so I'm going to show you. There's basically highlighted parts I've been told are, are the most important. So I'll just read through and see. Leave a comment. See what you think. See, see what if your opinion matters when it comes to science. Because apparently it does now. Apparently everyone's fucking opinion matters now. This is... I, if I if I have a false opinion, I am so cool with admitting it. But everyone who's just like loves their fucking opinion so much, they they just can't imagine their opinion being wrong. And here's the thing: it doesn't matter if my opinion or your fucking opinion's wrong. There's science. Hello, you fucking retards. Okay, here we go. The physical properties of medical and non-medical face masks suggest that face masks are ineffective to block viral particles due to their differences in scale. He cites three things. According to the current knowledge, the virus SARS-CoV-2 has a diameter of 60 mm to 104 or sorry, 60 nm to 140 nm nanometers, billionth of a meter. While medical and non-medical face masks thread diameter ranges from 50 what under like a um to 440 um micrometers 1 millionth of a meter which is more than a thousand times larger due to the difference in sizes between SARS-CoV-2 diameter and face masks thread diameter the virus is a thousand times smaller SARS-CoV-2 can easily pass through any face mask but my but my opinion is, if everyone in the in a shopping mall has a face mask on, then no, it's going to be much harder. It's like, dude, we're throwing a bowling ball between two goddamn mountains here. And whatever, if you want to wear it, fucking wear it. But enough with the mask outside bullshit. If you have a mask on outside, help me, God. I mean, anyways, I'm not going to continue on that. I just. My whole thing is, stop slinging shit. Stop, stop slinging shit. There's way fucking smarter people than you and I. And don't go on your Facebook trying to fucking virtue signal. I am so fucking sick of virtue signaling bullshit on Facebook. 
and, and Instagram, and everyone's like, well, then don't go on. It's like, well, dude, do you know me? Do you know any things I want to see on there? Like animals dancing? There's a lot of really cool things on there. What? Do you, just because I, I'm allowed, and that's the best part. We're in a free country, right? So I can go on, I can bitch about seeing this stuff, but I, I, that's the good beauty of a free country. I can bitch about it. You can bitch about me, I bitch about you. Let's have some fucking coffee and go on a patio and bitch. Doesn't everyone just bitch? I think literally 30% of life is just bitching. Like, I just wake up and I go, fuck, I slept terrible. Half my wake-ups are, I fucking slept terrible, and now this day is shot. I'm not a guy who leaves Yelp reviews, but... I might start now. It seems like everyone... That's... Dude, that's a fucking good comparison. I wish there was a Yelp review for how the, everything's being handled right now. Just specifically for uh, this whole pandemic. Like, my Yelp review for Florida would be 5 out of 5. Great service. Everyone was enjoying their life. Everyone seems healthy. They're getting vitamin D. My Yelp review for Ontario... They fucked the pooch. They just yelled at me the whole time. Nobody's friendly. Maybe some people are, but you try to be friendly and they look at you like you have fucking 14 heads and they walk, like, they, you're on a sidewalk and they walk across to the other sidewalk like you're the dirty one. Even though they look like they sleep outside for fun and they have to. That's where we're at. That's my Yelp review of this. This place. Um... And I can do Yelp review because I've been to both. And I saw, and I saw, and I see how people are taking this situation in Ontario compared to how they're taking it in Florida. And they're enjoying their fucking lives. And, and I heard this puke, dude, there are people everywhere talking about how bad we have it here right now. Every fucking where. There are so many cucks who are loving this shit. Like, Andrew Schultz is a comedian in, in Florida right now. And he even said on his podcast, this guy is pretty level-headed. He said, at what point is it not about the science? At what fucking point? Nobody here, nobody here is willing to give the idea that maybe we're not doing... I mean, they're going to say we're not doing... But they're, all the reasons they're saying we're not doing it right are just fucking so dumb. It, like, if only you wore your mask, if only they shut flights off immediately, it's like, shut the fuck up. All right, I'm not going to bitch about this anymore. Who gives a fuck what I think about this? Um, I have a couple notes here on my phone. I'm going to I'm gonna go over. Oh, yeah, also, don't forget the comment. Who had the uh, better song? I know where my comment's leaning. All right, so my, uh, fuck, I can't go straight into more illness. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I, the UFC um happened this weekend i mean fuck that was so incredible just to see a full crowd everyone cheering dana white said it but i mean a lot of people don't like dana but he said if you wanted to wear a mask you wear a mask if you didn't you didn't have to we've already proven that uh the virus is a is smaller than masks so uh, if you want to wear it wear it whatever but it was amazing to see that many people at a at a event and just like enjoying life again. It, it gave me a little bit of like, oh, fuck, okay. Because I've been pretty down about this whole thing and how we're handling it. 
Um, it gave me a little a little kick in the, it'll give me a little kick in the nuts. It fired me right up. Get back writing my book. I'm writing a book, by the way. It got me excited to make a sketch. I shot my sketch, by the way. I'm editing it right now. I met Ben Bankus, fucking hilarious comedian. He is a, like what you see on camera. That's him in person. He has a he has a microphone setup. Facing, he has a huge mic uh, thing pushed right against his window. And randomly throughout the day, he'll open his window and turn his microphone on and just yell at people on the streets. He's he's great. He's like a, a cartoon character, but a good guy. Really funny. Um, yeah, I, I... But the UFC, sorry, I fucking went way off. The UFC this weekend, I I liked it. At the same time, I didn't. Um, it just, everything, there were like so many fights that just ended so early and the one guy I wanted to win lost. Um, so for example, Anthony Smith versus Jimmy Crute, first fight of the main card, Jimmy Crute blows his knee out in the first round and is wobbling like his knee is made of fucking aloe plant. It's just like he can't even step properly. So that fight goes no more than one round. Chris Weidman versus Uriah Hall. For all those who who don't know, Chris Weidman fought the great Anderson Silva, I want to say four or five years ago. And I think they were in the second round. And Chris Weidman did a thing where he lifted his leg up because Anderson Silva had deadly kicks, right? So, oh my God, is my thing. There we go. Okay. So Anderson Silva has deadly kicks. And there's a thing you can do called checking a kick. So Chris Weidman, basically, it's like where you, you're standing in your, in your fighter stance. And whatever leg is coming, you tilt your shin and knee towards that leg, right? If he's doing a low kick. So what happened was Anderson Silva caught his shin square on Weidman's knee. And it, it broke both bones and it snapped his leg clean in half. And that's what happened to, so that he ended basically, Anderson Silva was like on a streak, the best ever, and it, it completely killed that. Like Anderson Silva was never the same. Fast forward to now, Chris Weidman, the first strike thrown in the fight, throws that same kick Anderson Silva threw, and he broke his shin in half. The exact same way Anderson Silva did. He, there's, that's only happened three times in the UFC. And two of them, it was like this, like it happened to two guys that were involved in similar incidents. It's pretty crazy. It's like, all I could think was like, holy shit, karma's real. <laughs> karma's real. Craziness. Um, so yeah, that ended in like f- nine seconds. Okay. Then Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica Andrade. This, this fight was fun to watch because it just showed how good Valentina is. Like, there's no one that's going to beat her within her weight class. She has three losses, and two of them are to a chick that's 10 pounds heavier than her. Right? So she just dummied Andrade. Um, and it ended, like, I think a minute into the second round. She literally held both her arms behind her head and fucking beat her to a pulp. Then Rose, 
so that's another fight. So that's three fights barely making it six minutes in, right? So then Rose, Nami Yunus versus Wale Zhang. I don't know how to say her name, but they fight. Um, I had Wale winning, but she got her fucking head kicked off. I, I want to say in the first round. I'm not confident, but if it was not the first, it was like a minute into the second. So that's four fights now that barely made it six minutes. Now the last fight, the one I was most excited for, Kamaru Usman versus Masvidal, journeyman George. He looked like a journeyman after this one, and it's like you can talk shit. He's, he's like done insane things. I'm just saying that as a joke. Um, it, George looked so fucking good in that first round. Like, so, I was like, holy shit, he's going to win. I was, like, excited. I wanted him to win so bad. He looked, he looked like, I, and I don't know how much of my audience here watch DFC, but I love this shit. So, he looked like what Tony Ferguson would have looked like had he fought Khabib in his prime. Like, Kamaru is known for taking people down. He's a wrestler, right? Masvidal was on his back slicing this guy, beating the shit out of him, winning the round dominantly, and even able to get back up. Like, Kamaru didn't want to hold the guy down. He was getting sliced so bad. Fucking, in the second round, they're striking, which is Masvidal's strong suit. Like, he's, like, one of the better strikers in the UFC. And he just fucking starts giggling like an insane person and then gets his lights put out. It's so fucking frustrating to watch i'm like why are you doing this this guy hasn't this guy doesn't lose why are you fucking giggling around with him like he's your best friend and you're you're on the monkey bars together kill him for fuck's sakes i my heart sank and then i to top it all off my heart was already sunk and then i had to fucking watch the tim dylan show which i was super excited for because he had uh oh my god what the hell jordan peterson on and I'm thinking, oh man, here we go. Tim's gonna like get crazy, talk some shit. They talked about like mental health and Peterson's battle with opioid addiction for the whole episode. So I'm coming off the low of Masvidal getting his fucking lights put out, and then I have to wa- listen to Jordan Peterson talk about almost dying for a year. So maybe I was too drunk, but it felt like that's all they talked about. And I'm a huge. Tim Dillon show fucking fan and that ruined and then I had to watch to top it off I had I guess from fucking like 12 at night till 4 a.m. when I was just boozing alone and eating edamames I had the worst night ever because then I watched that fucking uh, my buddy Mike told me to watch the Eric Andre movie where they do like the real life um, gags I don't know like the pranks and I, I, I don't know why, I just could, I, maybe I was too wasted, but I was like, this is, this is rough to watch. It was rough. They kept cutting to Tiffany Haddish, and like, I'm not, I don't want to talk shit, but I don't know. I didn't like the movie, but I just seemed like her character, they just kept doing the same thing. It was just like, have you seen these two guys? Have you seen these two? Ha! And it was like, every time it would cut to like, eight different locations her just asking people if she the only funny thing they did with her was she like stole a cop car and people were like praise jesus and then eric andre <laughs> eric andre got fucked by a gorilla like a fake gorilla 
at a zoo and all these like black people are like, oh, praise Jesus. He's going to need, <laughs> I guess this was a funny part. Eric Andre went back into the cage after getting fucked once because he left his cell phone and got fucked again in front of all these people. And I imagine just like being at a zoo and just watching some guy come go back into a gorilla cage after getting fucked already by the gorillas. <laughs> Pretty funny. But if you think about a gorilla, like if he fucked you, it would rip you in half physically because apparently they have small dicks. I woke up in the morning, and I guess I had YouTube what gorillas look like while they're actually banging. So I was looking at my phone, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, when I'm drunk, I just don't even make sense. It's weird. But yeah, I, I they just look like, the weirdest part to me about gorillas fucking was like, their friends come by and like pat them on the shoulder while it's happening. I, I found that odd. It, that's the only thing I really remember from watching that. But what are you gonna do? They're in the they're in the jungle. What are we gonna do? Here, listen, gorillas, don't pat your friends on the shoulder while they bang unless you're in, shooting a porno. So today is a big day, ladies and gentlemen. Today, Tesla reports earnings. I'm excited. I think they're gonna blow. I they already blew. So I'm invested in Tesla, right? I like stocks. Fuck it. I like stocks. I like, I like kind of like throwing my money in and knowing it's gonna just go up for a while, and just continually buying in. That's how you. That's how you free yourself. You fucking just learn the game, invest, and one day you'll have a shitload of money, and you, maybe you'll hit a home run. You'll get a. You'll get a Tesla or like an Apple. Anyways, Tesla's earnings today, which basically means through all of quarter one they piece it together and say okay we sold x amount of cars we had x amount of profit we had total revenue everything it's just they sell they tell you everything and sometimes if you have a great earnings the stock can go up 10 percent, right so or if you have a really shit one you can go down 10 percent. but long term earnings don't mean much all that really matters is that you hold Hold the company and do not sell. If you believe in it. If you don't, I don't know what the hell you're buying it for. You're, you've lost your mind. Like if you, the amount of people who just ask me uh, about companies they don't like. So I got my dad into this, and and for some reason he thinks he knows how to swing trade now because he watches YouTubers, and I'm sure he does. I'm not meaning the shit on my dad, but. Usually, if you get into swing trading, you've been in the market for at least five years. Like you, He's been in for eight months. And I got my parents into Tesla, and it was a fucking home run. I went through two years of horrific shit trying to figure out how this all works before I even got like my feet in the ground and get confident with this. And now he's... I, because they've made so much off Tesla, he's now cocky enough to just start swing trading. So, and he watches like these YouTubers who look like they live in caves and they just like have like 14 shitty HP 1991 Microsoft computers running and they, and it's like green lit. They, their eyes are sunken in and they, they look thirsty. They look like they don't get vitamins and they just watch charts go all day. And they're like, oh, this 38 cent one hit three charter bang, bang uh, stock. Uh, this, listen. 
This thing is going to be huge. I don't know how to tell you. This thing is going to be fucking huge. If it hits, listen, when it hits the 30, 49 cent mark, bang, we sell. If it goes to the 27, we, all, we load back up. It's just like these people just sit in their houses and watch. I'm not saying you can't make money swing trading. I'm just saying what kind of life is that? You know? <laughs> it's just they look and they don't look well. It's addictive. My dad, at least, he just like sits there on the couch and doesn't give a fuck. And it's also it's swing trading and day trading. So don't. But anyways, back to Tesla. These fucking guys. This is going to be at least a four trillion dollar company. They're going to have a four trillion dollar market cap by twenty thirty. Put your fucking money in Tesla. I'm telling you, get in there. They have the. Have you have you seen the video of the Vegas Loop? Look at this shit. They basically have like a subway system in all around Vegas happening, and it's just like all Teslas. And they do it for everything for cheaper. This guy, you know when you like are so, you have so many things going on that are like world changing. Like most people don't have a, a book they're reading. This guy has a t like, he's running Tesla, SpaceX. He's trying to get people on fucking Mars. He's trying to put solar panels on roofs and shit. Like most people don't even read for 30 minutes a day. This guy, he is doing so much shit I can't even keep up with. I just found out they sent fucking four people into orbit on the 23rd. And he's, like, releasing cyber... It's like, this guy... I, I I just can't imagine how little sleep he gets. Apparently, he sleeps well. Anyways, I'll, I'll show you this loop. Tesla uh, Vegas loop. This shit's crazy. I wonder which one I should play. I'll just play this one. Well, as you descend the escalator into the loop station, you see the Teslas waiting to whisk you into a tunnel 43 below, feet below ground. Now, you might think, all right, it's like a subway. But this is more like a highway underground. And because it's Las Vegas, this is also a thrill ride. Oh, she's having fun. The Las Vegas Convention Center loop is she might be having too much fun. ride, part light and sound show, but mostly just a commute across a sprawling convention center. If there's a show going on and you've got a lot of traffic in the convention center, it can be a 45-minute walk from one end to the other. The loop gets you there in less than two minutes. Here's how it works. You enter the station and call for a Tesla. The system operates like an Uber or a Lyft, uh, where you have an app on your phone. You say, I'm here. I want to go there. Car comes up has an identifier on it that matches with what is on the app on your phone. Passengers don't have to make multiple stops because there are multiple exits. You go directly to your station of choice. The convention center has three, but plans are in the works to build a loop system citywide. I'm looking right now. I mean, there's the Ferris wheel. There's the new sphere under construction. The stadium is out there somewhere waiting to be used. Are you saying that eventually this loop is going to connect people from the airport to downtown to the stadium and everywhere in between? It, it will, and that eventually is not that far away. Construction on this loop was completed in two years for a cost of less than $53 million, including the stations. It's designed to handle 4,400 people an hour with 62 cars. Right now, with drivers, but soon they'll be autonomous. And I mean, could you think of a better place to have the first one than Vegas? You make it, it's actually brilliant. You make it like showy, showcasey. It's like 
always uh, that's how Elon Musk started with Tesla. He he made a luxury electric car first, so all the celebs had it. Same thing with this burrowing company. Right? You put it in the most showy spot. He tried to do LA, which makes sense too, but it didn't end up like he didn't get going with it and I guess Vegas I, I like it's so fucking smart. The way I, I like to approach it from this angle, like get it looking showy, lights flashing everywhere. Yeah, like the only thing I was thinking about was how many people are gonna like fucking blow each other in these Teslas when they're autonomous. There's just gonna be like a, people get so fucking tuned in in Vegas. There's just gonna be people yakking all over the back interior. <laughs> Like, I know Ubers already have a nightmare, but it's like, if this car's driving itself and someone just shits on the seat, what then? Like, if someone has, like, three people having group orgy in this in the back of a Model 3, and there's just, like, video footage, and people at Tesla are like, oh, surveilling, and they're just like, oh, well, there's a guy getting a Hummer with a guy eating his ass out and a girl jerking both of them off at the same time. What what do you do? Do you just say, like, what well, does the car drive back and get cleaned up by some mop boy? Or did the people at Tesla just sit there and watch and slow jerk and then not tell anyone then the next person gets in the car? that just, like, there's cum and shit everywhere. I don't know. Maybe I should work for Tesla and bring up these important problems. Because... If I got into a Tesla and I stepped into a puddle of piss and cum, I might be a little bit distraught. I might It might affect my ability to ever get in a Tesla again. Maybe people are different, though. I'm finding people are a little different than me lately. A lot lately, actually. Anyways, guys, I'm going to end it on that. Go Tesla. Re Don't post on Facebook anymore about your opinions because people would rather kill themselves, including me. Um... Oh, I forgot to fucking cover this. Okay, for next episode, Leprosy Island. We'll dig in. It's hilarious. All right, bye. <laughs>